This is The OK Days, a podcast to change the way we talk about mental health. Conversations are about just that, how we can still find the more than okay. Listen in to hear your story within other shares. Welcome, Chris. Chris is a former touring musician and now the executive director of Sound Mind Live, a nonprofit organization that uses the power of music to end the stigma around mental health. Sound Mind Live believes that collectively our voices are stronger. Today, we are talking about finding those voices and how music can help along the way. So Chris, why don't you start us off? Tell us about yourself and your story. Thanks so much, and thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, so uh, my story, i from L.A. originally. I was actually, mm-hmm. after college out there, a touring musician. Uh, so I had the really good fortune of playing with a bunch of artists kind of in the, the folk scene, uh, like Willie Nelson and Chris Christopherson, mm-hmm. uh, opening up for, for them and some other acts with a band, uh, and was out in L.A. for a while after that, and kind of after the band fell apart. I went through a period of kind of being lost of, you know, music was my passion and not knowing Mm -hmm. what I was doing with my life. I started uh, a company out there um, that really I wasn't passionate about. It felt kind of disjointed with kind of myself and who Mm -hmm. it was and, you know, was just feeling lost. And uh, as a result of, you know, I think, you know, some of it's biological and some of it Mm -hmm. was stress I was under. Uh, I had a manic episode. And for those who don't know, uh, mania is a part of bipolar disorder, uh, where you experience moments and or periods of extreme intensity and elated feelings. And uh, I actually ended up in a psychiatric ward for about 72 hours. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, really, after I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, went through a huge period of kind of facing the stigma. Mm-hmm. Um you know, not knowing how others would receive that. And, uh, you know, it wasn't until much later, I, I moved out to New York, I got my MBA and mm. started working in the nonprofit field. And then I, I started volunteering, I started a music group at the National Alliance on Mental Illness, mm-hmm. which provides support programs for people for, for mental health and uh, saw what a powerful tool music could be um, for really opening mm. up conversations around mental health um, and building community. And around the same time, a report came out in the music industry that 73% of artists experience symptoms of, of mental illness. Um, wow. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, and, and, and creatives in general just tend to have higher uh, percentages of, of symptoms around mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, wanted to use that as a source of good. So got together with folks, you know, in the music and the mental health space started Sound Mind really as a platform to elevate the voices of artists mm-hmm. um, from independent artists to Grammy winning artists who are, are telling their, are open to telling their own story around mental health to one, destigmatize it and two, uh, really build awareness on programs from organizations like the National Alliance on Mental Illness or Foundation for Suicide Prevention or just other forms of treatment and therapy that mm-hmm. are available to people for, for support. Uh, and so uh, founded Sound Mind about three years ago. And, you know, it's really taken off since then. It's been amazing mm-hmm. to just see the response from the public and the, and the music community around, around mental health. So mm-hmm. 
that's uh you know that's that's uh a little a, a tad of my story in a nutshell <laughs> yeah you know there's there's more but that's uh right that's enough context probably thank you so much for sharing and i i say this every time like that's always my first question and it's a big one like what's your what's your story so much so much but i love hearing what people choose to share because that's what's really present and relevant for you right now and and i'm really glad that that's what we get to start with um, it does sound like your story is connected to the creation of Sound Nine Live story too. I- I'd love to hear what your mission is and how you came up with that name because I-, I love that name. <laughs> uh, that's you know, it's all in a name sometimes. Yeah. Uh, the uh, yeah the the mission of Sound Mind is to end the stigma around mental health through the power of music mm-hmm. and we do that through building community and open dialogue uh bringing together a coalition of musicians and mental mm-hmm. health organizations through events and other programs uh so we kind of have three pillars of our work our programmatic mm-hmm. work that we work through so one is events uh live and virtual now uh, we and kind of our anchor event is an annual mental health music festival, which mm. uh, was out in LA last year. We're bringing it back to New York City this year. Mm. Uh, the second uh, pillar is we call it our artist ambassador program, which is mm-hmm. really artists speaking out through other mediums, mainly digital media. So we run like a uh, video series with Billboard and National Alliance on Mental Illness, and we. We actually started our own podcast called Going There with Dr. Mike, uh, Hmm. which is with Consequence Media, uh, interviewing artists in in longer form and conversations like this about their own journey. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we recently started um, working with workplaces to talk about mental health in the workplace through music. So bringing Hmm. in artists to have performances and talk in different corporate environments, which has been a cool way to expand our work. Uh, but to the most important question, the name, <laughs> yes. um, I, yeah, I mean, I'm always one, I'm like, you know, it, I, I love branding and just kind of thinking mm-hmm. about those kind of things. And I feel like even when I, like I'm an ideas person and even when I, before I had sound mind, I was like, what would be a cool organizational name? And, um, we actually thought of the name. The, the first event Sound Mind did was at Rough Trade in New York City. It's like a 250 mm-hmm. capacity venue. And we were trying to come up with a name for the event. And this was before Sound Mind was a official nonprofit. Um, and just kind of going through names. And I think I was actually just literally like walking home one day, mm-hmm. uh, trying to think through phrases, you know, that <laughs> that would click. And, and Sound Mind just had such a, a resonance and, and mm-hmm. reached out to the rest of the team and all of our partners for the event. And they're like, yeah, that's a great name for the event. And then, uh, you know, we just kind of moved forward with that being the organizational name and mm-hmm. added Sound Mind Live originally um, because there's a Sound Mind in, in Austin who is like a, a therapy support group um, oh. that has, that officially has just Sound Mind. Um, mm-hmm. But it also, Sound Mind Live really, resonated for us from this community component of, you know, bringing people together around community. And even though a lot of what we do now also entails digital the mm-hmm. aspect of live and bringing people together around mental health is an aspect. 
Mm, yeah, thank you for sharing. I, I love the name because what I hear is sound, of course, music, that makes sense to me. And then like sound mind, even that phrase is like, I hear like clear mind or clarity or understanding and so much about mental health is is confusion and that's why we're here to to talk about it more to make it less confusing so that's what i heard from when i first discovered y'all sound mind um so i love that name so thank you so much for sharing your mission and that story i um i want to know a little bit more about how your past experiences supported its creation and the reason i'm asking is it sounds like you've done a lot of stuff before and I'm wondering how um, it's like prepared you for this too. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, in, in, if you talk to anyone who's kind of launched an organization, <laughs> uh, it, so many different types of experiences can kind of prepare you for that. Mm -hmm. uh, and also at the same time, none of them. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, I think a couple things, I mean, one definitely, my experience both as a musician mm -hmm. as well as you know prior to starting sound mind i worked a mental health or not a mental health i had a nonprofit organization mm -hmm. for four years um in kind of nonprofit management and so mm -hmm. both of the those allowed me to really i guess under understand both ends of it because a lot of what we do is bringing together the music world with mm -hmm. the nonprofit world um, and, you know, like, uh, the, the language of musicians and the arts and even the music industry is very different than the language of like nonprofits and foundations, and they care about very different things. And I think a lot of bu building a successful anything or doing anything mm -hmm. successful is just kind of understanding where other people are coming from. Uh, and so that's been really, uh, vital in terms mm. of uh in terms of that and you know interestingly i never thought this would have prepared me for this but uh, mm -hmm. my first job when i was in a band i worked part-time uh i was like the first employee at a uh like a clean energy startup doing sales mm. and I, I was doing a lot of like cold calling just like hey you know i would call like large commercial developers be like hey mm. do you want to like get solar on your building or get energy efficient lighting and that's like totally unnatural to me. I'm very much an mm. introvert in my own right, but it helped me kind of get outside myself and just cold call people and mm -hmm. get used to hearing no for an answer and eventually getting to the right person and hearing excitement around mm -hmm. what we were trying to do. And I think that same kind of approach is really helpful when you're trying to do something new or maybe out of the box a little, which is kind of what Sound Mind is trying to do because takes a lot of reaching out. You know, we've had to reach out to right. a lot of different artists and uh, foundations and things like that. And often, you know, that can come with a lot of rejection. And I think, you know, mm. people have to know that that doesn't necessarily mean you or your ideas mm -hmm. or what you're trying to do. There's anything wrong with it. It's just, you have to find the other per people who kind of share in that shared vision or mission. Mm. Yeah. And, and I, I just love hearing what gets people to where they are today because it like it all makes sense eventually and it sounds like you're definitely super passionate about this work and I'm curious like what's the what's the biggest or your favorite thing that's come out of one of your mental health music festivals specifically like stories that's come out of it reactions um what are you kind of gathering from putting those together 
Yeah, I, I, I think what's been really amazing is artists feeling like they're a mm. part of something that unlike they have before. And it's interesting because, you know, really founded the organization for, for the public. And we get a lot of amazing responses of, mm-hmm. you know, seeing this programming, I reached out to, I've been putting off reaching out to a therapist and mm-hmm. seeing X, Y, and Z artists open up, you know, I, I made that call for the first time. And, and like, that's the impact we're really trying mm. to achieve. And th- but kind of an ancillary thing that's, that's happened, which uh, I didn't foresee is, is artists often feel this kind of invisible wall between them mm-hmm. and their fans because, you know, they're up on stage and you're watching them and mm-hmm. um, kind of projects this imagery of like heroism on the artists of like mm-hmm. something untouchable. And a lot of what we try to do with our events is, is break down that, that wall. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we actually, when the, when the pandemic first happened uh, in like a matter of like a couple of weeks, we threw together one of the first live stream events we had like oh cool like ten, nine or ten artists um, live stream in partnership with relics we called it closer in crisis and like mm. it was cool you know not only to bring something to the public you know where we had like tens of thousands of people tuning mm-hmm. in but also to hear from artists like that it was really great to connect with fans in a way in such a meaningful way at such an important time um, beyond just kind of like performing and Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of what we try to do too is just create these meaningful connections between Mm. artists and their fans too. Mm -hmm. I love how you describe that like um, imaginary wall that that makes so much sense to me because I think sometimes too it's you hear a song and it it relates to you and you can think oh this person that wrote this song or is singing this song they have it all together they figured it out and and I don't have it all together and I haven't figured it out but they have and that's not always true. That's usually not true. And I love that, that image of breaking down that wall. And I know that me and you are not doctors, we're not professionals, but I'm curious to hear, like, why do you think creatives have those higher percentages, higher numbers of experiencing mental health? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, you know, the research and just kind of qualitative <laughs> data suggests that, you know, creatives tend to be people who experience deeper, Mm. deeper emotions, or or Mm -hmm. I should say not experience deeper emotions, but experience feelings and emotions a little bit more prominently or Mm. deeply than other people, which can provoke a lot of creativity, but it can also be very difficult and challenging from a mental Mm. perspective. Um, Creative people also tend to be people who think who are like high on the openness scale, which mm. like, in psychology, you have different scales of, of kind of personality traits, if you want to call it that. And people who are mm. open tend to think outside the box, quote unquote. And sometimes that can come with, you know, experiencing or exploring territories of emotions or thoughts that mm. other people don't, don't think or are uncomfortable going towards or, or sitting with. Um, so in, in the same way, a lot of the, similar characteristics that provide that creativity also can can lead into or or be you know thought of as symptoms of mental health issues mm-hmm. and i think another thing that happens and this is more more so in the in the music community mm-hmm. um, is that there's this this culture well 
just the lifestyle of a musician is kind of like mm. on the road the music industry historically has had a culture with a lot of like drugs and drinking and substances and you can't get a lot of sleep when you're on the mm. road and so those are things for anyone's mental health that are challenging right pretty kind of uh, have an increased likelihood of these things cropping up that just adds to it and augments that even more so it's kind of a for musicians it's a combination of those mm. things and other arts are the same um, in a lot of ways mm, definitely and, and beautifully said and that's what I'm trying to do on this podcast too like my my little tagline is changing the way we talk about mental health and making it easier to talk about and how we do that is talking about it um, and that's what we're doing here. And I, I just want to continue to express gratitude because you're you're doing such important work. And I would love to hear how would you describe the connection between music and mental health and maybe share even more um, if you'd like about how music has helped your journey too. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think broadly music has just over history have this ability to build empathy and connect to people at a deeper level. Mm -hmm. uh, it's had the ability to build community, um, bring people together and, and around both of those, it, it creates a sense of catalyzing action around issues. So, you know, you, you've seen that music leveraged in really powerful ways and things like the civil rights movement where you have people mm -hmm. like Sam Cooke and Aretha Franklin and others leveraging the power of music to, to stimulate broader action and conversation mm. community around social issues. Um, and then for me personally, I mean, music has always, you know, I played music since I was young and it's mm -hmm. always been a way to communicate and express. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think that's true for a lot of artists and anyone who's dabbled in music um, and, and also listen to music. Like you said, like mm. you can kind of hear someone play something or sing something and it can resonate with you on such a deep level you know for mm -hmm. me like miles davis plays like a certain dissonant phrase on the trumpet and it mm -hmm. speaks to me in a way that words just can't mm -hmm. and so that's that's really powerful and then you know music for me in my life you know when i was playing music coming together with bandmates to create going to music with friends, um, now producing music events and, and programs with other people has, has been a source of, of community and, and, you know, kind of joy in that way, which I think mm. is really important. So, you know, it's, there's just so many ways that, that music um, can both help our mental health as well as mm -hmm. kind of if we're experiencing something uh, positive or negative on mental health, kind of communicate that or help work through that with others mm. you know even like um when I listen to songs without lyrics I still can get those like chills of like that is what I'm experiencing like even I'm not a musician I'm not musically talented I think I'm creative but in different ways um but sometimes those songs that don't even have lyrics I'm just like that is like hitting at my heart my heartstrings what is that is that just like I'm associating this tune with what's going on in my life. Have you ever experienced that? Um, what's that been like for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly don't know the mechanics of it. There's a really <laughs> great book called This Is Your Brain on Music. Ooh. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, I read, uh, can't, I think I read all of it uh, a, a yeah. while ago, um, but I can't remember. You know, they, I 
almost guarantee they explain exactly why that's the case. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think my own viewpoint is a little more kind of spiritual in nature that mm-hmm. all of reality is frequencies at some level, mm-hmm. you know, light, sound, everything we experience is frequencies. Mm-hmm. And at some level, our own thoughts are, are just frequencies. And I think what happens when you experience that is there is some form of deeper connection that may not be able to be directly explained between the frequencies and in the, and the cadence in the music and the thoughts and feelings that you've experienced. And I think that's mm-hmm. like that kind of goosebump feeling mm-hmm. that, that most people get at some point when they listen to, to certain music. Mm. It's powerful. And that, that's exactly what y'all say at Sound Mind too. Um, I was actually talking to another uh, mental health nonprofit with this intention of music last season. And their um, founder was talking about how he believes that celebrities and musicians and those big names, they need to, if they feel comfortable, continue to share their stories. And that's like part of the way that we're going to destigmatize mental health. I'm wondering, it's a big question. What do you believe still needs to be done so we can get there? Yeah, I think that is a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think a lot of the work that needs to be done too is rethinking the way we think about mental health. Uh, I think often it gets pathologized in terms of something that needs to be fixed um, rather than understood and explored. Um, You know, it's just kind of the nature of our society and culture is kind of like, oh, something's not working right. Mm -hmm. Let's figure it out and let's fix it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then that it'll work again. Um, and then it'll be more optimal for, for productivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, op- with mental health, I think there's much bigger opportunity to kind of explore what, what humanity is, what are mental health issues, one, telling us about ourselves and what we mm-hmm. haven't worked through in our own lives and our own trauma and our past. Mm-hmm. And we, we all have that, whether, you know, we wrestle with a diagnosed mental illness or not, mm-hmm. everyone kind of has that and, and that opportunity to explore that. And also, you know, what about our society needs to change? Because Mm -hmm. a lot of the anxiety and the stressors that provoke these issues cropping up uh, are are society related. You know, they may be something within the person, but that's often a a person trying to cope with what they're experiencing in the world around us. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I think something we really try to explore with all the artists we work with is not just talking about mental health issues, but trying to lead into that bigger conversation of, you know, Hmm. what is this telling us about uh, our humanity and the world we live in? Uh, And obviously that's, that's a, that's a big aim. That's beyond (laughs) mental health. But I think, um, you know, there's something lost when we just put a box around mental health as a, Mm -hmm. as a problem and a solution and don't tie it to this bigger issue Mm-hmm. I I want I want to help people see that we all have mental health. We are all human beings who experience difficult things and great things too. And that's just the experience of being a human that wants to connect and find love and meaning and passion and purpose. So that that sounds like y'all are on that mission too. And I I think like what this conversation that we're having these conversations that y'all host that I host like that's how we get there um 
I, I know we're talking a lot about music and mental health and part of music is finding your voice and using your voice. What helped you find your voice that said, I have bipolar and I am going to start Sound Mind? Like, how did you get there? What helped you? Yeah, uh, that's a really good question because I think that's a hard thing for, mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it, it honestly took a while to take on the responsibility of living with bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this happens for a lot of people with bipolar disorder and with other issues. There's a sense of, I, I've got this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know other people struggle with similar things, but what I have is, is different and I'm different and mm-hmm. um, I can totally do it. So it took me a while before I really went to a lot of like a lot of the support groups mm-hmm. um, seeking therapy and things like mm-hmm. that and, and consistently going to therapy to work through things. Uh, and for me, it, it really took um, on my third episode, uh, mm-hmm. I was with a girlfriend for a while and Mm -hmm. it really impacted our relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. Me not kind of doing all the necessary things to take care of my mental health. Mm -hmm. And similarly, just seeing how it also impacted other relationships around me, like with my family and my friends and, um, you know, really wanting to take more of that responsibility and Mm -hmm. uh, into my own hands. And so, you know, it was, it was, a journey um that that you know also still isn't over i think right it's an ongoing thing and always learning new ways of you know managing my own mental health um Mm -hmm. be it smaller or bigger ways Mm. do you um still play music yourself chris yeah definitely it's uh almost a daily thing i wish it was a daily thing um, yeah, I still, I still play, uh, I still perform from time to time. I still mm-hmm. write. Um, it's a huge creative outlet for me. And again, mm-hmm. it's still a huge way that I connect with my friends and community around me. Mm. Yes. I love that. Um, what's next for sound mind? Like what can we expect? Where's it going and how can we continue to support and get involved? It's a, it's a big year for sound mind. I mean, mm-hmm. as you know, the, you know, live events are coming back or have started to come back a little mm-hmm. I know it's so exciting. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, most, most immediately, I mean, we're doing our first, we had our last festival as a drive-in event, um, but oh, we're cool. doing yeah. our first event back at a venue uh, at Brooklyn Bowl in New York city. It'll be about mm-hmm. a thousand person capacity mm-hmm. uh, for world mental health day. So it'll be October 21st in New York mm-hmm. city. Um, but, you know, moving forward, I think, you know, the, the next annual festival we're looking to do in Central Park in New York City in 2022. Mm. Um, so that'll be a really big moment. And then we also just received a grant to start integrating into artist tours and doing a lot more grassroots mm. advocacy work with artists on the road. Um, so that'll be really exciting because that's something we've kind of done on an ad hoc basis with artist shows here and there and festivals. But to be able to really work more closely with artists in communities around the country will be really Mm -hmm. exciting moving into next year. It all sounds so exciting. Congratulations on all that. And if y'all are ever in DC, I I would love to attend and and support. 
I um, have one last question for you, Chris. It's my final question that I ask all my guests. What inspires you to be even more than okay? That, that is such a good question for everyone. <laughs> um, for, for me, what really inspires me is the ability to connect with others in a deeper way. Mm. Um, if I can't take care of myself, I can't truly enjoy the moment and other mm-hmm. people and what they have to offer. Uh, and sadly, sometimes I find my place where I'm so either absorbed in what I'm trying to achieve or just busy checking off boxes on a list that I'm not taking care of my, my own mental health. And when mm-hmm. I don't do that, uh, I lose connections with other people. I lose, um, a lot of what's really, really amazing about life. Um, and so that, that's definitely what in, inspires me to, mm. to be more than okay. Mm. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that, your personal story, the history of Sound Mind. I, I'm so excited to see what y'all do next and, and continue to share this work with everyone else too. Great, yeah, thank you so much for having me and for everything that you do. Uh, this is amazing. Really appreciate it. Amazing questions and and glad the conversation is continuing to go. Thank you for listening to the OK Days. Like what you heard? Rate, review, and click to subscribe. Share with your friends so we can continue to find ways to talk about mental health. And for more, follow the OK Days or learn more at theokdays.com. Music by Keon Music. I'm your host, Eden, and I'll see you soon.